this is the in focus podcast from the hindu welcome back to the hindus in focus podcast my name is jayan shriram and i'm your host for today this episode is a short explainer on a news issue that's dominated the day which is of prominent voices from outside of india speaking in support of the farmers protests and the indian government's somewhat unprecedented response the whole issue started of course with tweets by the pop singer rihana and the climate activist greta thunberg but it's sort of taken on a life of its own with several developments since the latest is that the delhi police has now filed an fir against ms thunberg part of what it calls an investigation into an international conspiracy we'll give you some of the details of the story but we'll also ground it in a larger context a question that we've asked before on this podcast about interventionism in international politics i'm joined today by the hindus national and diplomatic affairs editor suhasini haider Swasni so welcome back to the podcast thank you for making time for us today well thank you jayant right so uh, this is an issue that we discussed actually about more than a month ago when there was a statement from canada um or various statements from canada about the farmers protest which at that point was still at a very nascent stage uh things have moved along quite a bit since then and we are discussing this topic again about international comment comments on the farmers protest because of the the fresh iteration of it if you like is started with a tweet from the pop singer rihana followed by uh, greta thunberg um and then uh, as we understand now there's also a statement there's been a statement from the us government so can we just kind of sum up what the reaction to this has been in india how the government is kind of reacting to it well certainly uh, jen what we're seeing is unusual and uh, if i may say so unprecedented because mm. as you pointed out the initial uh, reaction from uh, the government of india and from the ministry of external affairs uh, was to uh, the canadian prime minister the canadian foreign minister speaking about uh, the farmers protests at the time they said something which seems in in comparison possibly uh, you know not uh, very very controversial but essentially saying that peaceful protests must be allowed um at the time the mea had reacted not just to them and then subsequently to statements being made in the british parliament uh as well what we are seeing here though is about a month later is that the protests have continued there's been some violence and we could discuss that uh, but essentially these comments came from what are called social influencers uh, rihana with 101 million followers is is clearly somebody who has a lot of internet influence even so it is very unusual for the ministry of external affairs to address itself so squarely um in its statement to what it called foreign uh individuals and entities who are commenting on uh, uh, on the situation inside india um and and i think the first part is that it was unusual for them to react to individuals and entities the second part being that the individuals and entities are not really uh, politicians or people around the world who are, have something to do with governance and foreign policy uh, but uh, uh, essentially a pop singer who is not somebody who uh, the government would normally take on in this very very personal way 
The second part of the statement, and it's a fairly long statement, you know, Rihanna's own tweet was maybe four or five words or where she said, why aren't we talking about this? And yeah. linked the CNN story. Um, but the MEA's uh, reaction to it was, was more than, uh, you know, was a page long. Uh, and it included very interesting things. It, it uh, didn't just explain the, uh, the thinking behind the, uh, the three agricultural reform laws. It went on to actually say that, you know, we are considering putting these laws on hold. We have made, uh, uh, you know, all these suggestions. Essentially, to be discussing the intricacies of an internal negotiation inside a document which is essentially... Uh, decrying or criticizing e external intervention in this uh, just seemed like a contradiction in terms. And unlike the past where we've seen the government, you know, normally put out one terse message to say such statements should not be um, put out by people who have no locus standi. That was normally a very uh, popular word with the government. We, we don't see the MEA making the point that essentially, you know, Rehana or Greta Thunberg or the rest have no locus standi here, but they're they're almost explaining themselves while saying celebrities should not comment. Now, the whole thing does seem very unusual, uh, given that uh, uh, for a celebrity to comment on any issue should not necessarily be the subject of an entire government uh, notification, a, a press release put out by the MEA. But that's that's really how it turned out. Right. And has this, I understand this has also been playing out in Parliament somewhat. Um, do we have any sort of indications about whether there's going to be a statement in Parliament as well? Well, obviously, you know, uh, members of Parliament have raised it and uh, there has been a certain amount of uh, of um, humor around the fact that the government has chosen to take on uh, the star called Rihanna, who most protesters and, and many Indians would not actually have heard about. Um, so, uh, but but that aside, the fact is that Parliament is now having this long discussion that uh, the opposition said they were denied when the laws were actually passed in August, and that's much more part of the parliamentary procedure. Remember, there's also talks going on between the government and some of the the farmer organizations who are at the protest sites, um, and uh, we 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 are seeing the government continuing its engagement, if you like, with all the rest of them. So, right, is the, is this statement by the, go the government, is it is it a one-off? Because, as you mentioned, this is not the usual way in which they uh, react to statements, I mean, forget about from individuals, from even from uh, from the governments of other countries. Or is this now just part of a, um, you know, is this now the strategy which they're going to go with? Because they it, we do have some indication that they do seem to be there's a sense that they're kind of losing the messaging game on what's going on with the farmers' protests. I think you're right. And I think that that has been a key worry, that uh, regardless of what has been put out, and, you know, the government has been trying to make the case that, look, we're talking to the protesters. We have allowed them to continue their protests right outside Delhi. We even allowed them to come into Delhi on January 26th when we saw all that violence take place. Um, and and even so, despite putting out, uh, uh, you know, the message of being very reasonable about these protests, the fact is, and, and, and even suggesting that they're willing to put the laws on hold, uh, the government doesn't seem to feel uh, confident of the message and the narrative that's going out and now not just domestically, but also internationally. Um, so there is a very, very concerted effort at trying to 
now stem, change, modify, or control the message. Um, and, I, I, you know, just look at some of the things we've seen just in the last few days. There's been the mm. arrest of two journalists. Uh, one was let off, one then uh, was uh, re- received bail, who were actually covering the protests at the time. No real reason given as to why they were stopped. Um, sedition cases against senior journalists who reported on one aspect of the protests. Um, and those have not yet been pulled off, but you know we're not we haven't yet seen action on those cases. Uh, but it is a worrying um, method for the government to use if it wants to control the narrative. We saw the Ministry of um, IT, Information Technology, send out a letter to Twitter saying it wanted a ban on 250 Twitter accounts that were um, that were tweeting with a particular uh, with a particular hashtag that the government objected to. Uh, Twitter actually pulled those accounts down and subsequently put them back on. Um, and now the government is uh, is inquiring as to whether Twitter can actually do that and um, uh, is trying to hold Twitter and Facebook and social media accountable as well for the messages that go out in favor of the protests. Then we've seen an internet ban to around the protest areas uh, to ensure probably that that the protesters are not able to upload pictures or put out their messages on their own Twitter handles, um, which it's very clear, you know, from uh, from Miss Greta Thunberg's tweet where she put out a, a sort of manual of the hashtags to follow and the tweets mm. to be put out. Um, it's clear for, from that manual that she referred to that uh, that uh, it, it, which has been created by some protesters, I think, uh, or people connected with the protests here. Um, it seems very clear that uh, what the government wants to do is ensure that protesters on the ground do not have access to putting that message out on the Internet and certainly not in real time. And finally, we come to this statement that came from the government, which has the MEA putting out this very long statement. But it wasn't just the MEA's statement. Right at the bottom of the statement were two hashtags, India Together and India Against Propaganda, which were to be yeah. used by uh, anyone tweeting about this message on social media. So clearly what the government is doing, this is this is another reason why this is such an unusual uh, press release, that the government is making it clear that it is the social media message it wants to uh, stop as much as any of the other messages. And they, they want people to stop commenting on, uh, on these issues. We didn't just see the MEA statement go out, subsequently cabinet ministers, uh, the external affairs minister himself, the home minister... Uh, several other ministers tweeting about the MEA statement and then using these hashtags. And then we saw a group of social influencers, including cricketers, film stars, uh, who then came across to amplify the message. You know, some of them, uh, we saw one, uh, we saw Saina Nehwal, for example, and uh, Akshay Kumar actually tweeting exactly the same words, uh, which seems to uh, ensure that there's a certain level of coordination, probably from the government itself, uh, to ensure that uh, the message that goes out is a, is, a, is a united one from their end, and it is able to somehow drown the kind of internet messaging they're seeing when somebody like Rihanna with 101 million followers or any of the other social influencers are doing so it's 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 actually a social media war playing out um and it's playing out globally now into this there are other parts we we've seen the us for example put out a statement where they say 
that in general, we are for any kind of market reforms that opens India's market up or reforms the agricultural sector, but then went on to uh, say that, uh, that that they believe that peaceful protests are a part of any thriving democracy. They call them a hallmark of thriving democracy. Uh, and went on, uh, Washington went on to say that uh, internet is a fundamental freedom and therefore internet bans uh, are a problem as well. Now, it's very interesting that this statement has followed this long, uh, uh, you know, sort of uh, effort by the Ministry of External Affairs. Uh, right. And it seems to suggest that while the, the social media war might, uh, you know, play out one way or the other, and it was possible for people to dominate that, at the end of the day, this is going to be about foreign policy. This is going to be about relations between countries as well. And, and uh, you do see countries speaking up and saying that they feel they have uh, the right to speak on these issues. Right. And just before I, just before I go on, uh, so I think just one out of curiosity, is that the first time you've seen uh, Twitter hashtags appended to uh, a formal MEA statement? Yes. Uh, I, I, I think we've seen them on tweets where the external affairs minister or the MEA spokesperson puts hashtags out on their tweets. But uh, I'm I, I'm trying to remember, I, I can't remember the time when we actually saw a hashtag um, on a press release put out on the MEA's official website. Right. Uh, so just to go back, you know, finally to the point that we kind of uh, discussed when we were talking about uh, Canada almost uh, more than a month ago, uh, this question of, you know, interventionism and, you know, countries feeling that they have the right to speak out on these issues. Um, again, uh, I, we find ourselves in the same place now. I, you mentioned the U.S. statement. Um, and again, I, how does the how does the MEA kind of address this? Has it has the, have they already kind of strategically lost this game a little bit by reacting so strongly to tweets by uh, individuals and kind of um, making this whole uh, you know coordinated campaign and putting out this detailed statement rather than just saying you know, the using the standard local standard line that you'd mentioned at the start. I mean, strategically, has the game already been kind of lost a bit? Well, it's it's anybody's guess, really, who wins and who loses in a social media game, because eventually many of these are meant uh, essentially to speak to their own constituencies. Uh, when the government wants to ensure that uh, people domestically understand the message it's putting out and that it's putting out a tough message. It is um, it is making sure that no foreign uh, country and now no foreign individual should feel comfortable uh, to, mm. uh, to be commenting on these issues. Now, on the one hand, we might say it makes India look extremely prickly. It makes India seem like uh, uh, more authoritarian than a democracy. Uh, but on the other hand, hopefully the government is hoping that there is a chilling factor on others who may be wanting to now comment on uh, issues inside India. Uh, I, I, I think the jury is still out on how that is going to play. But, you know, the, the question you raise is a larger one. Why is India held to a higher um, mm. uh, standard, if you like? Why aren't people uh, tweeting on other countries where uh, there's much more uh, a sense of protest being cracked down on? And my answer to that has been, that yes, people are commenting. In fact, uh, there was all this upset about Rihanna without actually looking at the fact that she also tweeted about Myanmar. So many people right. are tweeting about the protests in Russia 
as well. And it's not just that. Democracies tend to have an opinion about uh, rights in other countries because they believe in the universal declaration of rights. These are universal uh, values. And so when, uh, for example, the Indian government speaks about uh, the situation of devolution in uh, in the northern areas of Sri Lanka, or we see the, uh, the MEA put out a statement as it did on the Myanmar coup, uh, or Prime Minister Modi tweets about the violence on Capitol Hill in Washington. Uh, and in the past, we've seen, you know, the government put out so many statements about internal affairs of Pakistan being of great concern to them. It's accepted simply because the principle remains that many of these values of democracy are essentially uh, universal values. Uh, and secondly, that democracies per se are more open uh, to taking this kind of commentary from outside. Uh, and I think uh, the problem that you were uh, asking about, the problem for the MEA is not just are they being believed more or um, have they uh, overstepped by taking on just individuals in this manner, I think the question that just has to be asked is, are they sending out a dual message? Are they being caught mm. in the middle of their own contradictions? Right. Okay. So, Asmi, I think we'll end it there. I think uh, this was a brief and concise uh, conversation on you know, the big news issue of the day, it seems like. Um, but hopefully we can sort of pick this up, pick up the larger threads of this conversation some other time. Thank you for joining Absolutely. us today. Thanks very much, Jen. In Focus will be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues. In the meantime, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and other platforms. Just search for In Focus by The Hindu. We'll see you soon.